morning, Maxie. Today's episode is the age-old question for revenue cycle practitioners. To quote Shakespeare, to bill or not to bill? That is the question. Well, I didn't know Shakespeare was concerned about healthcare billing. Well, actually, he wasn't. I was trying to paraphrase Hamlet, who was a very wise man in his time. So then what are we talking about today? (laughs) Okay, Maxie, thanks for getting me back on topic. We're talking about take-home med programs that have popped up in the past few years and the billing implications for Medicare patients. It's a little tricky depending upon whether the patient is going home from an inpatient status or an outpatient status. Maxie, why don't you walk us through the option if the Medicare patient is registered as an inpatient? Well, if only a limited supply is needed to cover the time from discharge until an inpatient can get a prescription filled in a network pharmacy, hospitals are permitted to dispense a limited supply and included in Part A inpatient claim, and thereby not billing Medicare Part D or the patient. Chapter 1, Section 30.5, Drugs Used for Outside of the Hospital in the Medicare Benefit Policy Manual, contains the following language. Drugs and biologicals furnished by a hospital to an inpatient for use outside the hospital are, in general, not covered as inpatient hospital services. However, if the drug or biological is deemed medically necessary to permit or facilitate the patient's departure from the hospital and a limited supply is required until the patient can attain a continuing supply, the limited supply of drug or biological is covered as an inpatient hospital service. So a patient does not need to have Part B or Part D coverage to receive this limited supply when being discharged from an inpatient status. Providers are encouraged to document the drugs dispensed to the patients, noting that there were necess- no, it was necessary to permit or facilitate the patient's departure. Agatha, tell us what is the difference if the Medicare patient is registered as an outpatient? Well, take-home medications for outpatients, and these do, of course, include observation and emergency department patients that are completing their stay are actually subject to the October 2015 OIG policy. Although hospitals may waive or discount self-administered drugs that are provided for ingestion or administration while the patient is an outpatient of the hospital, the same discounting does not apply to medications which are provided as a take-home med. Note, a beneficiary is not considered as an outpatient if the only service received from the hospital is the dispensing of a drug for subsequent self-administration. So there are no provisions for protection from federal anti-kickback, fraud, and or abuse statutes for a patient who receives a limited supply after an outpatient encounter without billing to the Part D insurance and or the beneficiary. Maxie, I'll take the shout outs for this week. First, when developing take-home programs, hospital pharmacies should identify the status, inpatient versus outpatient, of Medicare patients to determine the options that are available to provide the patient with a limited supply or perhaps a full prescription of medication upon discharge. Pharmacy and revenue integrity ensure that the limited supply of medications to facilitate the discharge is added to the inpatient Part A claim 
and not billed to Part D insurance or the beneficiary, and that an appropriate notation is included in the medical record. Pharmacy and revenue integrity should also ensure that for Medicare outpatients, either a limited supply of take-home medications or perhaps a full prescription should be billed to the Part D plan and or beneficiary. Medicare outpatients may include OBS patients and also emergency department patients. As usual, our goal is simple. We're taking complex information and making it practical. Until our next episode, this is Agatha Nolan and Maxie Fremel providing you with tips for increasing your pharmacy revenue.